Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The following is an iHeartMedia Auburn production. This is On The Mark with D. Mark Mitchell and Jeff Sasser and brought to you by The Orthopedic Clinic, Bubba's Medicine Shop, Jeff Code Tran Funeral and Crematory, Opelika Power Services, Opelika Sportsplex and Aquatic Center, Western Sizzlin, The Clinic on Six, Rehab Works, John Rice Realty, Auburn Bank, Gentryware Motor Company, Reynolds Outdoors, Hamilton's on Magnolia, Cannon Carpet One, Encore Rehabilitation, Smith T Hardware and Building Supply, Max Credit Union, and Point Broadband. Listen live now at iHeartRadio.com or on the iHeartRadio app. Dial in to be a part of the show at 745-5525. That's 745-5525. Now, here is your host, D. Mark Mitchell. Casting from the orthopedic clinic where it's about 80 degrees in here, Coach. Orthopedic Clinic Studios. Studios. Yeah, I said orthopedic clinic. Didn't it? Broadcasting from the orthopedic clinic studio inside the iHeartRadio headquarters on Veterans Memorial Parkway. D. Mark and Coach Dan Washburn on a Monday. We're Jeffless today. Jeff is off the mark all week, Coach. Hey, man, he needs a vacation. He needs a Jeff vacation. Jeff work Let hard. Let me tell you something. Jeff is a man. He, now, I don't go about working hard, but... He's a hard worker. <laughs> Beth told me how hard he worked. Who did? His wife, Beth. Yeah. Miss Beth. I like how you said that. Yeah. That's the only one that would know. Nobody else. 71 degrees outside. Good morning to you, Coach. You all well? Doing good. Doing great. <laughs> good, good. Better week this week. Glad you're out of that hospital, man. Glad you're oh, back yeah. with us. I just had a little, little stay there. You know, there's nothing like, I guess you got to say it's, Good and bad, right? Well, there's nothing good. There's nothing uh, bad about a hospital when you got to have it. There you go. Nothing good about it when you got to sit in it. That's it. what I'm talking about. Tell it, coach. But you got to have it. You got to have it. <laughs> got to have it. Thankful for good doctors and good nurses. How boy, they'll tell you, your nursing staff was outstanding. They always are, aren't yeah. they, coach? Um, I've got something up here. Oh, that's I know, never mind. That's when you come. Never mind. We're all good. All right, let's go to the forecast. Coach, we had kind of a 
cloudy, rainy weekend. Not as much rain. Well, yeah. I don't know. If it's I, I got a little over two inches of rain over the. Uh, you counting it, Coach? Yeah, I have yeah, a gauge out. You and Jeff in the rain gauge. Yeah. So we got two inches from three days. Yeah, uh, okay. a little over two inches, about two and a quarter. All right, 82 the high today, so still a little mild temperature. Forecast this morning brought to you by the Opelika Observer. That's Opelika's Wednesday paper. comes out uh, every Wednesday absolutely free, all about Opelika <laughs> most of the time. Uh, currently, I said 71, cloudy skies, 82 degrees. And by the way, there's a little bit of fog in some low-lying areas this morning, so be careful. 50-50 yeah. shot of rain today, 82-66 the low. Mostly cloudy, 82-68 tomorrow. Wednesday, 79, Coach. Wow, 79-64. Now we're kind of going back like we should have in May. Thursday, 82 and 60. Friday, 83 and 66. No temperature odor, 85 degrees this one. week, Coach. That's yeah. bigger than Wayne Newton. Rain chance 50 today, 20 tomorrow, 40 on Wednesday, and 10 on Thursday, none on Saturday. Lows mid, well, Wednesday night, we're going to get around in the 60-degree range, Coach. That dog will hunt right there. Yeah. <clears throat> so there it is right there. There's your forecast brought to you by the Old Black Observer. On this 10th day of June, DeMarc and Coach Dan Washburn. Don't forget, come July 1, on the mark, we'll change stations. We will be on 9, 10 a.m. locally. That's right, 9, 10 a.m. So when you turn on this station, July 1, you'll hear Richard Legrand, the man, and his uh, hallelujah. And then you'll have to flip to 9, 10 a.m. locally up in the valley, and your stomping grounds where you grew up in Lafayette and Valley and Lynette, they go to 13, 10 a.m. Coach, and they can hear you right 10 there. 13, 10 a.m. Simulcast. 9, 10 here. Yes, sir. 9, 10, 13, 10 uh, simulcasting, and we're also going to do it online as we always do on the radio app, iHeartRadio app, on the mark. Or you can, uh, WZMG, all kinds of plethora of ways, coach. Yeah. <clears throat> to listen to on the mark. All right. Hey, Auburn's got to have a decisive game three this Man, morning or today you, at lunch. Uh, they, couldn't get, they couldn't get the bats going yesterday. It's okay. It's okay. They had a freshman relief pitcher came in there and pitched the bats. Uh, five, five or six innings, just one two-hit ball, and uh, did an outstanding job. His name was Love. Uh, he was loving that pitching yesterday. Yeah, he it? did a great job for North Carolina, and uh, that's all you can say. He just, he just uh, did a great job. Auburn's just got to bounce back now and, and get that offense going again, and hopefully the freshman fits will be ready to go. Well, um. You know, it wasn't like, excuse me, coach. It wasn't like uh, it was a beatdown or anything. No, no, two to nothing, two zip. I mean, two to nothing. I mean, they, you just kept they, waiting on a them. Great baseball, kept, kept waiting for them to come through, and they had a couple opportunities that didn't materialize, but uh, had a crucial call. It's uh, an interference call at second base that hurt them. <laughs> what happened? Uh, the kid slid. He slid over the bag, but college rule says you got to slide directly into the bag. You can't slide to one side. His body went to one side, and his legs came across the top of the bag and clipped the shortstop as he's throwing the first. And uh, what's the after further review? After further review, the rule interference. What did you say? I I didn't know the rule until I heard it, and uh, according to the rule, they were right. All right, that's they what I'm talking about, Coach. They wouldn't have called it unless it had been right. <laughs> I like hearing a man say the truth. So what did that particular incident cost? Well, it, it cost them the second out in the okay. inning and okay. with nobody on base. And it would have left a runner at second, I guess. Yeah, that's or, right. 
or did it call they left him a runner at first. first and called him out right and then one out yeah. okay mm. Mm. okay all right well, let me say this it's all good in the neighborhood coach because i got game three today yeah i got to do or die today but you know who it's also do or die for? The Tar Heels. In North Carolina. And I said, they got a little pressure on them, too. Yeah. So. 12 o'clock. Uh, 12 o'clock. Uh, high noon. Game uh, time. Yeah. We got a little uh, little audio here we'll catch up from uh, here in a minute from uh, uh, Coach Thompson. Uh, on that. I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to take the Brave Report. We're going to take a break and try to get Coach Dye because I, I, I talked, had a good talk with him over the weekend. Here we go. It's time for the Brave Report. The Atlanta Braves. That's right. The Atlanta Braves took a trip to the Florida Marlins. I mean, uh, yeah, took a trip to Miami this weekend. Just what the doctor ordered yesterday. What the Bravos do? They won seven to six and twelve. And twelve. Smash base hit on the first pitch. Atlanta leads. What a day for Joyce. <laughs> Joyce? You're going to have to watch his front shoulder here, Chip. He was not going to get moved off the plate or be caused to flinch from that sidearm angle. He had that front shoulder locked in there and was thinking about going the other way. Watch him. He's fired up. Right down through it and took it the other way hard. They were in Atlanta. I thought they were in Miami. Were they in Atlanta or Miami? Uh, They were in Miami. My bad. My bad. Uh, Joyce. Who was he, Coach? Joyce, right? He's a pinch hitter that they they brought in, and uh, but I hadn't heard been from. with him the whole year. Okay, I don't know much about Matt it. Joyce. Okay, that's a new one to me. I don't know much about that. I know that he's a good pinch hitter. Is he? Is yeah, he a pinch? <laughs> I tell you got what, good pinch hitters in uh, <laughs> Coverson and Joyce, and uh, what's the third baseman that started last year? I can't think of his name, but. Uh, I got three outstanding pinch hitters, I think. Well, that depends. You, you need need some outstanding relief pitchers, what they need. Do they? Well, and I know. About a, two more starters. So we need about five players for Atlanta. Yeah. That I know. Here we go. Swing and a drive. A drive. Left field. At the track. At the wall. It's gone. Acuna's tied it up. It is a miracle in Miami. The Braves with four in the ninth have Ooh. even the score. Four in the ninth. So? And Acuna continues to torment wow. the Marlins. I mean, tears them up. Wow. Atlanta wins 7-6. Did they win all three, Coach? Won all three. Who predicted that Friday? Yours truly. Real hard pick. <laughs> I went on a limb, Coach. It was the Braves, and, Braves and it was the schedule. It was the Braves Miami, and Miami, and I went out on a trip, Coach. I mean, I went out on that limb. You say I really picked a good one. Yeah, I also picked the Belmont, Coach. Almost. Tyler Gaffleyon and War of Will, the Preakness winner, are in line, and here comes Tacitus and Jose Ortiz. They go in. They're all in line. We're ready for a start. Tacitus is back out here. Just straighten him out. Get him back into the starting gate. Ready for a start. They're off. In the Belmont Stakes. And it is Jovia who comes out running well on the lead. 
is away running in second position. Spinoff is just off of them. War of Will will find himself fourth early on. And tucking in right behind him is Tacitus, who's fifth and drafting in behind War of Will into that first turn. And then it's ever fast Intrepid Hearts or Winston on the inside, followed by Bourbon War. And last of them all is Master Fencer through a 23.92 opening quarter mile. So make their way around this first turn here at Belmont Park, where Jovia, the expected pacemaker, is doing just that. He's on top by three quarters of the length. Racing in second is Tax, spinoff, and Javier Castellano sitting off the pace here. They're three lengths behind. Tyler Gaffleone settling back, war of will, under some restraint here, fourth on the outside after a half mile in an easy 48.79 seconds. The pace has not been fast. And that it's Intrepid Hart racing on the outside of Everfast, who's in mid-pack. Jose Ortiz and Tacitus are three deep up the backstretch, and they're five lengths from front-running Jovia. Then a break of another two and a half to Sir Winston, and that it's Bourbon War, and Master Fencer is last, and he's 11 lengths behind. So up the backstretch they go. Three quarters up in 113.54 seconds. Less than six furlongs remain in this Belmont Stakes, and it's been Jovia all the way so far. Tex continues to pursue him as they race for the far turn. And then it's spin off on the outside. At the rail ever fast. War of will. Outside of horses. Yet to be given his cue. He's four lengths behind with a half mile to go. Meanwhile, Jose Ortiz is starting to ask more from Tacitus. And Sir Winston has slipped through an opening on the inside as they make their way around the far turn. Still Jovia. Still Tax. And on their outside, it's spin-off. And War of Will is moving now. And so, too, is Tacitus. It's very wide. And Sir Winston is right in contention behind horses as they make their way to the top of the stretch. And they're into the stretch. And it is Jovia and Tex. Sir Winston comes up on the outside. And he got in front of War of Will. And Sir Winston has moved to the center of the track under Joel Rosario to take the lead. On the inside, Jovia fights on. Tacitus is there. And then Tex between horses. Master Fencer on the far outside. They're coming to the finish. And Sir Winston has won the Belmont Stakes. And then it was Tacitus second, followed by Jovia third. It's a photo for fourth. A little bit of bumping, Coach, but they called minutes. it incidental this time. I'll tell you, you're on a race. Three, zero seconds. Did they have some bumping, Coach? Just the yeah. third win. Ten starts for Sir Winston. So Mark Cassie trains the Preakness winner and the Belmont winner, but it's two different horses as Sir Winston, a 10-to-1 shot, comes through with the victory here in the Belmont Stakes. Sir Winston, mid to left. He's trying early, to get his, this horse DQ'd right here. Listen. Up the inside, great move by jockey Joel Rosario. Looking for a place to go as he turned for home, eyeing in there and then angling out in the stretch. Kind of pinched or of will. He got taken kind of pinched. as he or wielded as Sir Winston moved out for racing room. Look how far he's Don't know how bad it was. Don't know how bad it was. It was a little bit of a steady by Tyler Gaffley on a world will, but a tremendous race. All right, what about the bump, Coach? Have they said anything about the Coming bump yet? Coming off the pace today in the Belmont. And the difference in the race turns out to be ground saved as opposed to ground lost, as it often is. Tacitus three wide on the first turn, four to five wide on the second turn. Now let's take a look and see exactly what transpired here at the top of the lane with Sir Winston. It's kind of shaded, but you can see the pink cap of Tacitus. Well, Sir Winston has a white cap on. It's already happened. He would have shifted out in front of the horse with the white stripe down Trying his to replay face, it again, Coach. But the bump? What about the bump? Pretty hard to see in that shot. 
back and look at Tacitus. Tacitus and War of Will bumped briefly, and then Tacitus oh. came on and closed strong. Good point made by Randy. He was very wide around the second turn. You can see a little bumping there. Could a be little. Incidental. Oh, but I agree. That it's hard to be that incidental. wide. In back live to the Hamilton's hotline and bring in coach Pat Dye. Good morning, coach. Good morning, man. You're sounding good, coach. Well, you know, I'm out here <laughs> been hunting a newspaper <laughs> and uh, you know, it's just a, it's a crap shoot, brother. You're going to get one where I usually get one every morning. <laughs> uh, and uh, they didn't have one, so I came up here to Bubba's house. Oh no! And and uh, he was working. He was working somewhere, but he ran by here and gave me gave me a paper. So I got a paper, and I'm gonna sit here and talk to you and and read the paper. You know what, Coach? All you'd have to do is call Bub. He could fill you in every day. <laughs> Well, you're right about that. That's right. I know your breakfast is full of just a plethora of knowledge when you took it. Yeah. <laughs> we were sitting, we were talking baseball, coach. Did you did you watch that yesterday? This, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was I, I was uh, I was shocked a little bit in that we held them to two runs, didn't? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. That's all two to nothing. Two to zero. But I was also shocked that they had lost to none. <laughs> That's what Coach Washburn. By the way, Coach Washburn's in the studio with us. How about right, Coach? How are you? I'm good. Yeah, good, good to hear from you and talk to him. We're gonna have we, one thing. Uh, we're gonna have to figure out how to get a run today. Yeah. You can't win if you don't score. That is true, Coach. You're yeah. right. In baseball, yes, uh, you know I. Uh, coaching baseball is totally different from coaching football, I think, or any other sport. You can't you can't talk about emotions much, and then getting up, you get them get them too high, they get in there, and I think you guys got to tell them maybe. And I don't know much about it, but uh, you do more than I. But uh, they got to keep swinging those bats like they've been doing all year. You can't change nothing at this stage of the game. Well, they, you know what? They got you know they brought in the the reliever. And if uh, they hit, knocked all over the park. Yeah, the day just, before. Yeah, scored five and runs. It, it, on. And, and and yesterday they couldn't touch him. Yeah, uh-uh. he got a he pitched uh, he pitched about five or six innings of one or two hit ball. Yeah, Love was his name. He Crazy. Had a big old tall big boy. Yeah, and he he pitched well. And you can't ever tell if one day to the next in baseball. And this. Hopefully today is Auburn's day. I just hope it. Does. I don't know who. Uh, I haven't, I haven't had time to uh, look at the paper. Uh, is uh, did they say who's going to start at pitcher today? Yes, Fitz. Fitz, the freshman. He's going to start for yes, Auburn. Sir. Yeah, Richard. Okay, Fitz. I see it in headlines then. Man. Yeah. yeah, he's uh, four and three with an ERA of five. He's had eighteen appearances under his belt. Five starts this season. Yeah. He's coming off his best out. Did, did they say anything about Tanner Burns, whether he was going to pitch or not? No, sir, they did not. They, they We were talking earlier. Um, it, <laughs> said, it said that uh, Coach Tom said, I would imagine Green Hill 
down to Potosi. Well, you that, know, the kid that started for us yesterday, after he settled down, he was good for And you know, the time out before, he didn't want nobody. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media. Source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Yesterday he walked, you know, I don't know. Well, they uh, yeah, walked about nine all told. Let me read you this, Coach. This is coming from Coach Butch Thompson right here. Uh, we're talking about Burns and uh, Greenwell, okay? Cody Greenwell. Okay. Yeah. All right. It said that he threw 46 pitches Saturday. Green Hill is available for some innings in a game three, which is today. Burns, who is dealing with a sore shoulder, has been cleared to pitch an inning or two in relief if needed. Coach Thompson said that gives him a good guys to work with. Quote, I would imagine Green Hill down to potentially the last day of the year. I think he gives us. Everything he's got, Thompson said. Tanner could be available. That's four guys. So we'll circle back through. First pitch is scheduled at noon. So it looks like he's going to get a Hold on a second now. You got Fitz and Greenhill and Tanner Burns. Now, who's the fourth one? That's a good point, Coach. Let me go back. That's four guys, right? All right. Let me go back up in the article. <laughs> oh, it said that uh, with Elliot Anderson, probably the only pitcher not available for use on Monday other than game one starter Jack Owen and game well, two you, starter you Bailey. Whatever you did when you moved, you got out of you got out of here. Okay. All right, let me go back up. All right. It said uh, in addition to Fitz and Fuller, it would be Brooks Fuller, coach. Auburn has okay. plenty of pitching depth left because of the performances out of the bullpen. Elliott probably the only pitcher not available You're on still the, out of here. Uh oh. How about that? I don't know what you're doing. I'm not doing anything. You got technical difficulties. <laughs> you're moving around on your microphone. All right, can you hear or me? It might be. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, I can hear you fine there. Okay. All right. All right. Let me go back. He says he's got that one is not available. It's uh, Will Elliott. That's not yeah. available. And uh, starter Jack Owen, uh, and had game one and two starter Bailey Horn. So Cody Greenwell, Tanner Burns, uh, Brooks Fuller. And Fitz. That's the four. That's the four. Well, it seems like it, but, but still, we got to score some runs. Yep. Get them some runs. Uh, you know, I don't think I don't think one or two. Are we just play it and see, sir. I said play it and see. That's exactly right. You know what though? There's a lot of pressure on North Carolina, just as much as it is on anybody. Well, yeah, but you get the, the one. There's one big advantage. Uh, Playing this place. Well, you're right. Yeah, they that flip, crowd. Do they yeah. flip a coin today to see who's the home team? You know, the, uh, North Carolina's home team first game, Auburn home team is second game. 
Uh, I, I, I don't know in college, but in high school, you flip a coin to see who the, the seed gets it. No, I think Carolina's the home yeah, team. Are they today. the home team? Yeah. Okay. Then the higher seed get so. that right, Coach, the host. Yeah. So Auburn can do it. They can do it. They're one game away. So we'll see what. Well, it. you know what? They've, they've, they've had a great year, and they, it'd be nice to go to Omaha. Yeah, it would. I've seen some baseball teams, though, uh, that I don't think who goes out there. It's going to, uh, Vanderbilt's going to win it all. They're good, aren't they? Wow. They, y'all, could y'all believe that, that what that, what, uh, Piston Rocker's kid did the other night? Yeah. Uh, Bub and I were, had told me about it. No, sir, that's, uh, that's pretty strong. I was trying to find 19 it. strikeouts on a no hitter. I know. <laughs> a hundred and how many, a hundred, a hundred and thirty pitches, 31. In a super regional, too, not a midweek game against. Uh, has he already, yeah. has he already been drafted? And if so, by who? I don't know that. Well, you know, his mama, his mama uh, stopped that. She said he's going to get an education whether he <laughs> plays baseball or not. Yeah. <laughs> mama did not put the hiatus on that, huh? Some, yeah. Sometimes them two or $300,000 changes mama's eyes. I don't think, I, I think, I think that uh, he's got, I th- they drafted him anyway, didn't they? Somebody drafted him, but. Yeah, I think so. I think he can. Pitch two more years and then maybe leave. <laughs> That's exactly right, Coach. He's a freshman, right? Well, he's a freshman. Right. Yeah. He can go as a junior. That is correct. That is correct. I was pulling it up to see the they routed Vanderbilt thirteen two. Go ahead. I was I was shocked at how much better he was the other night watching him play than he was early in the season. That he was already good. Yeah. But his, his the movement on his ball was unbelievable. You know what, coach? He struck out. He struck out. Um, um, so a fastball would have would have dropped in it. Did you throw your curveball would have dropped in it? Did you? Yeah. You know, I, I, uh, you know it, that's true all the way. Through. You, get a, you get a pitcher that can throw a fastball that it, tails away or tails in or drops. Got some movement on it. That, that's about all he needs. Every now and then he throws a changeup or something. But he throws that fastball at 95 with movement on it. How yeah. many of them hit that? No. Uh, hey, Coach, you were talking no. about Tracy Rocker. Is it Kumar? Is that how you say his name? Kumar Rocker? Kumar, Okay. Yeah. Kumar and Mason Hickman, the two pitchers that pitched the last two games for Vanderbilt, uh, combined for 35 strikeouts in two games. Well, that's what I said. They're going to win it all. Yeah. <laughs> and they so lost the first. No, you can't score. The goodness is good as uh, Batty Best is on offense. Uh, they, I just don't think there's anybody else in the country close to them. But you know what happened? They lo- I'm sorry, Coach. I didn't mean to interrupt. If, if, if it was anybody close to them, probably somebody in the Southeast Conference. Yeah. But, uh, and and uh, the one thing, I don't care who they play, they. Who won the game between Michigan and UCLA last night? Right, hold on. I just had it pulled up, Coach. Let me go back. I had them all for us. By the way, I was just going to tell you this. Uh, Vanderbilt did lose that opener 18-5. to 5. Yeah. I don't know what Yeah, happened. but they, that, that's, uh, that's uh, yeah, they did. And how many, <laughs> how did they do in the next That's two? what I was going to say. It didn't do well for them. <laughs> hold on. Let me get these scores. It didn't do very well, Coach. You're right. Uh, all right. We're talking, Coach. 
Let's see. All right, here we go. ESPN College Baseball. I had them pulled up for you here. Um, Coach, how's things out at your ranch, out at your farm while I'm looking this up? You hear me, Coach? Yeah, dude, what? I said, how's everything at your farm, your, at Quail Hollow well, Gardens? you know what? I, I, I woke up early this morning, and I got up right at daylight, and I rode for about an hour and a half just, just looking to see what had been done and what needed to be done, and and uh, we got we still got plenty of work to do. There you go. There you go. All right, here's the scores from yesterday. Auburn, of course, lost. We know about that. Ole Miss beat Arkansas. They play today to settle that. Uh, Duke got beat by Vanderbilt. Texas Tech beat Oklahoma State eight to six. Mississippi State beat Stanford eight to one. Florida State beat eight. Florida State beat the LSU five to four, and Michigan beat the UCLA five, four to two. Coach four to two. Okay. So I knew they were ahead when I was flipping back and forth. Right. And uh, uh, Michigan has got tremendous team speed on on. Offense, they can they got three or four guys that can just steal the base anytime they want to, and and uh, I think they've done a great job coaching that team up, and you know they'd be a, they'd be a team that don't look it but could surprise some folks. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna have an SEC between Ole Miss and Arkansas. That's a that's tough to have them two battle in the super regional, but that's what's got to be. That's the way you have to have it. So. You know, Ole Miss, Ole Miss won yesterday, right? Yeah, it's one and one. One and one. They got game three today. Auburn plays at twelve o'clock, and they play at three o'clock. Both on ESPN two. Okay, that'll be the last. Play, that's twelve o'clock uh, our time. Central time. time. Yes, yeah, sir. Twelve o'clock, o'clock our time. Yes. There you yeah. go. So, I'm sure you'll be watching. All right. Anything well, else? No, everything. Everything's lovely. I got. To, right. I got to get back to the. Go. I'm in. I'm in town, and I got to get back to to the got it. farm and get to Auburn. I got I, I always do do your show today thing right? in, in Monday morning. So right, all right, Coach. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate you. All right, all right. Yes, sir. Thank Coach you. Pat Dye on the mark with the quick fuse. I was uptight. Seven forty-four. Dick Mark, Coach Dan Washburn on a Monday. Got Coach Dyes squared away, and then we get a call from Coach Langford. I mean, Bud Langford off there saying he's going to have to charge us a fee for letting him use his carport to broadcast on the yeah, from. That's right. Bub is on them fees and stuff. Yeah, he's all about it, ain't he, Coach? Yeah, yeah, he's he got, it, he got it down, you know. I mean, a, Coach, I can't get a paper. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So he calls his friend Bub and says, I need a paper. commission over there in Macon County. He is the city councilman, the distinguished gentleman from Notasoga. He is a true city councilman. That is a factual. He sounds like the the man of the hour over there. If you need need to know something about that area, you go to Bub Langford, you find it out. It just ain't that area he knows about. Oh, it's a whole state. He reaches far and wide. Does he? Far and wide. All right, coach, we got a lot of high school happenings, okay? We got some coaches' jobs 
It, by the way, Great American Treasure Hunt, clue, 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 clue number one coming today. All right. I can't read. You I can't, can't read. Why can't? You don't I have any glasses? Let me see. Uh, well, who's going to read it? I'll, I'll read it. Nah, you got your glasses? Yeah. Well, we'll get to that in just a minute. We're going to make folks wait on that. Let me see if I can read it. Well, check it out. They could make it bigger for folks like me and you and Jeff that need about glasses. They like put the smallest print possible. You got it? We don't have to read it now. We don't want to read it yet. I hadn't checked on it. See if it's still there. Okay. In uh, in the in the world of high school sports, we've got a man that's been coaching in Birmingham a long time, coach, over at Winona. You know that? Yeah. He done said he's going to retire. That'd be Winona. What's his name? Let me I'd find say. it out. That'd be Ronald. Is it Cheatham? Cheatham. Ron Cheatham. Ron Cheatham. Ron Cheatham. Been there a long, long time. I'll tell you exactly how long. Um, I had it right here in front of me. Okay. 64-year-old stepped down as we known as football coach a job since he held since 1989. This spring, and officially retired last month as the city's longest-tenured football coach. 30 years. 30 years. Cheetah made a decision with little fanfare, quietly ending a remarkable tenure that saw him send more than a dozen players to the NFL, win more than 150 games, and take Winona to the state, uh, Winona to the state championship game for the first time in 2016. And who did he, who did who beat them, coach? The guard. Yeah. Cheatham coaching career started with fame in the mid-70s when Southern Mississippi hired him as its linebacker coach. Uh, after playing for the Golden Eagles, he broke his collar. He broke the color barrier by becoming the first African. I did not realize that. He became the first black African-American at a Mississippi college coach. How about that? An assistant coach. He was the first black uh, assistant coach in Mississippi at a university. Uh, they offered me the job, and I said thank you. He eventually returned to Birmingham, his hometown where he attended uh, Phillips High School in his first years after integration and became Winona's head coach in 1989, and he just left. I don't regret one minute, in quotes, he said of his tenure. And he said, why did you step down? Quote, I had a group that, <coughs> excuse me, quote, I had a group that in order for us to be successful, I had to scream and yell. And I kept saying to myself, do I really want to scream and yell? Do I really want to be out here screaming at teenagers? Do you really want to do that? As as it got closer to May, the answer just kept being the same. No. We need to get somebody younger in here, somebody with some energy, get in there and scream and yell and jump up and down. (laughs) (laughs) I know it was time for someone else. I love this comment, Coach. We need to get someone in there, somebody with energy to get in there, scream and yell and jump up and down. You know, you think about that area, you think two names come to mind, Ronald Cheatham at Winona and uh, Buddy Anderson at Vestage. Uh, that's he the just, two I think of right there, he just Coach. Got, he just, they overshadow all coaching, not in, only in the area, but the state. Can I say this? I think Buddy Anderson got more publicity because he had a little bit more, and because of probably the Because schools. he's the winning coach He was the winning coach in the state, but. I mean, but Ronald Cheatham has, has made a mark now, I guarantee yeah. 30 years, I mean, Coach? Come on, man. You, you coach in that area, and he said it right now. He coached them hard, and he coached hard from the time he started in 1995 until uh, whenever it was. 1998. 1989, 1989 he started. 89, I mean, yeah. 89 he started, and uh, 
he coached hard. He coached hard every minute he was out there, and that's what he's saying. You know, it comes a time in a man's life that you can't do it exactly like you did when you were young, and you begin to see that. And I, I did, and uh, all it coached uh, come to that point. Sometime I, I, I wanted to coach a little longer, but the opportunities came for me early on. So I, after fifteen years, uh, twenty-one years in coaching was enough. Me and Ron been in thirty years. I, my hat's off to him. I, that's all. Nah, I got he, to him. My hat's obviously, off to him. I, I don't care what level, if it's high school, college, or peewees, or whatever it is. Working with young people and teaching them the right things in life uh, overshadows X's and O's in my book, and that's what uh, the great ones do. Well, Coach, when he came to the meeting with a tie, I mean, he just presented himself. Oh yeah. Just, just, I mean, that, my dealings was with him that year with Beauregard in the Super Seven and. Man, he was straight up. Oh, just I mean, straight up professional. A, profe- a true professional. Very professional. professional. Very classy. Yeah. And uh, I, I don't see him a screamer and a yeller. <laughs> Get somebody can jump up and down. I thought that was good. Um, so, anyway, good story. And and those those guys, gentlemen like that, that gentleman needs to be recognized for 30 years of service at one high school in, in the inner cities of Birmingham where not many coaches live very long, Coach. They go through uh, hiring and firing pretty much. Uh, every year, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, so out uh, a long era, end of an era. We know in high school, Maplesville should have an assistant coach tomorrow night. Maybe if they uh, hiring an assistant, well, they should have a head coach, one of their assistants. Yeah, I think one of the assistants. That's what I'm taking hearing. over. Yeah, yeah. how is uh, my, my my good friend Brent Hubbard doing down at uh, uh, down at uh, you know, T.R. Miller? Report, they had going through spring yet, or what? Mm-hmm. What is the plan? I hadn't got that report, Coach. I don't know much about. Yeah, we need to be on time. I know. Well, hold on. Like I got a report that they were loving him, and he was playing music in the weight room, and they hadn't had music at the weight room, and he was playing music during practice, and they didn't have during their spring practice, and they didn't have music. That's what I'm talking about. Young, young. And they didn't uh, have music blood. before, and they were like, Coach, we got. They had people coming by, stopping and taking pictures and listening with their sounds. So this is practice with music going on. So everything's on up. I uh, think he kind of go for it, Brent. Hubbard. There you go. That made a lot of trips with Jim and Sandra Hubbard. But now, wait a minute. He changed something down there, Coach. Can you change that? I mean, is is it possible to make changes at places? Absolutely. Oh, you can? Oh, yeah. All right. Some don't allow change. Only one thing will will allow that. What's that? The W's. Yeah. Well, you got to have support to change it, though. You got to have support. If you lose six and and, uh, if you lose six and win four this year, then music wasn't the right thing to do. No, but not. Well, hold on. Hold on. Pump your brakes just a bit, coach. You gonna give him one year? Oh well, you just little things like that. They uh, begin to say, "Hey, hey, uh, we didn't." Uh, uh, Jamie Riggs didn't ever do that. Now. We, well, we, uh, well, now you don't coach, hear those things. See, Jamie Riggs didn't go fi- uh, five and five and six and five the last two years either. So, what have you done for me lately? They're coming in there with uh, Coach Hubbard's coming in replacing the guy that won eleven games and lost ten in the last two years, coach. So yeah. six and five be pretty sporty right there. Who was that guy? That would be uh, well. Keith Etchard had one year. Andrew Thomas had two. Andrew was eight and three and three five and five. Years. Uh, Riggs yeah. had a pretty sporty year. In fact, Riggs only had uh, one, 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 one five. Is Riggs down at Houston Academy now? Is That's that where correct. he is? That's correct. He said one. He had the lowest. He had one five win season. That was it. And the lowest after that was eight games. Boy, he had a heck of a career, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Andrew Thomas eight and three and five and five last year. Keith Etheridge went six and five, and here comes Brent Hubbard. So, you know, Jamie wanted his son to be that coach. Down you at think? Miller and, 
It was hey. But they they balked on that and didn't do it, and they that caused some, a little controversy for a while. There was there was some serious controversy. Yeah. They hired a coach, hired another coach. Yeah, I think they were. In, I think two coaches had the job at one time. Yeah, and then they had a Sunday night interview. I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, them Sunday night interviews will get you, coach. Good morning. Broadcasting from the Orthopedic Clinic Studio inside our Heart Radio on the mark with D Mark and Coach Dan Washburn. Hour number two on the tenth day of June. Coach, good morning again. Good morning. It's How always you? good. You feeling all good, Coach? You ready? Good thing going. Everything is everything's lovely. I feel great. It's it's good to uh you know, when a good Lord puts you down a little bit, he picks you back up. There you go. If you do what's right, and uh, I feel good today, and I'm thankful for it. I got a couple of black eyes, Coach, on the service yesterday. <laughs> yeah, hey, man, it hit me square in the face. Uh, he hit me. Richard Myers had them gloves on yesterday. He was battling. Yeah. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway, and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. He was doing a little rope doping. Yeah. He was, I told him he needed to get a little bit more fired up in the morning at 8.30. Yeah, yeah, he told it like it was. He always tells it like, like it all is. all preachers ought to be telling everybody. I'll tell you what, he'll straighten he you up. He said, you want a feel-good preacher, you ain't got me. You ain't got, you got one. Somebody else. <laughs> you want I ain't truth. a feel-good preacher today. I ain't here to make you happy. <laughs> I'm here to tell you like it is. I stood up. That's I, what we need. I stood up straight in the chair. Coach. Yeah. 73 degrees outside. Our forecast this morning, of course, you can hear. First Baptist service every Sunday at 11 o'clock on uh, 97.7 Kicker FM. Or or prior to that, you can hear Ask Jeff from 10 to 11, which is recorded now on Sundays, Coach. And I need to remember that because I was going to. I'll tell you what you're missing, d I'm coming. I'm coming I'll next Sunday. You, i tell you, you're missing a great thing on Sunday night, though. Ask Jeff. Ask Jeff comes on Sunday night. I was there last night. And got a, uh, I mean, I just was engrossed. I've heard every word. Fast as he talks. I was clued in on every word. You well, got to listen fast. That's why I am fast. on Sunday. That's why I am listen on Sunday. Listen fast because he tells it fast, but he covers a lot of ground. And he right. answered some questions that I, I had to have answered. And he just put it right dead center. You know, I hear that most of the time Sundays between 10 and 11. I yep. listen back yeah, to it. you do that. And, and then but I would not, like you got to, all aspects of you. You got uh, – uh, uh, I, I promote the things that I'm involved with. So many things goes on. You know, vacation Bible school this week. You know how many kids they serve in this week? What did you say, 700? 700 young kids. Uh, from They've already signed up. From a year old to whatever. Uh, yeah, you're right. What 15, uh, whatever. I don't know the you age. you got a lot of those teenagers working, and uh, you got people volunteering, and you got everything going on over there. It's just a, a great thing. And all churches do good jobs. We just happen to be members yeah. of one particular yeah, church, that's First right. Baptist. We talk and about we're this talking about church, but all churches that are yep. uh, doing it right, they, they, they can brag about their situation, too. There that's you good. Go. There you go. 73 degrees outside forecast, as always, brought to you by our local paper. Over in the O, that'd be Opelika Observer. <coughs> Sneezing in here. Um, it comes out on Wednesday. 82 degrees will be the high today. 65 the low, but I will tell you, 
100% chance of rain. It has changed. So we're going to get some rain today. Tomorrow, 82, 68, 20% chance of rain. Wednesday, 79, 64, 40% chance of rain. It's going to be a mild week weather-wise. Thursday, 82 and 60. 10% chance of rain. Friday, 83, 60, 83 and 66. No chance of rain. All-stars start this weekend, Coach. we got some tournaments coming up this weekend. Did you know that? Tournaments in uh, Dixie Youth. Dixie Youth tournaments. Dixie Youth. Dixie Youth. All right. Let me give you a rundown on Coach. I need it. Uh, I need you? that rundown. Do you? By the way, Auburn University, tw- high noon baseball today. The decisive game three for the trip to the College World Series. Mm-mm. Noon, first pitch on the deuce. Okay, Coach, in AAA, they call AAA Dick's Youth, which is nine and ten-year-olds. By the way, the Great American Treasure Hunt clue coming right after this. <clears throat> nine and ten-year-olds, Coach. The tournament is in your old stomping ground in the Valley. First game uh, Friday. June the 14th at 6.30 will be Auburn Blue. We'll play Russell County. Russell County is the home team, 6.30 on field number four. Following that game at 8 o'clock, Smith Station and Opelika. Coach, is that 9? No, let me check that. Let me back up a minute. Let me back up a minute. Russell County and Auburn will play at 5.30. 5.30. They got Eastern times on here. Uh, that's Auburn Blue, by the way. This is 9- and 10-year-olds Friday in the Valley. Smith Station, the home team, will play Opelika at 7 o'clock up in the Valley. Winner will advance of the Opelika game. They'll get a bye until Monday. The winner of the Russell County-Auburn Blue game gets to play Auburn Orange. The two losers will play on Saturday, and the winner will play on Saturday. The winner of the Smith-Opelika game gets a bye to Monday. So a five-team Double elimination district tournament in Valley for nine and ten year olds. You got it, Coach. Yep. <laughs> Ozone tournament. Ozone tournament. Eleven and twelves. Ozone tournament. Eleven and twelve. Host is the. Um, hold on, wait just a minute. Host is Auburn. Ozone tournament over at the Duck. Opelika Friday, June the fourteenth. We'll play Auburn Blue. Six o'clock. Game one. All right. Six bells, Coach. Smith Station and Auburn Orange, six o'clock. Oh, they got them. They got. Oh, they're playing them at the same time. Go on and get them out of the way. Uh, on field one, Opelika, Auburn Blue, six o'clock. Field two, six o'clock. Smith and Auburn Orange. Smith is a home team, and Auburn Blue is the home team. So Opelika and Auburn, game one. Auburn Blue at six. Game two, same time. Smith Station and Auburn Orange, six o'clock over at the Duck. So that's 9, 10, 11, 12. And guess what, Coach? We got a little peewee. A little peewee action. That tournament is held over in uh, the O, I believe, over at the Opelika. We've got a three-team tournament, Coach. Smith and Opelika will play. This will be next week, the 21st. Smith and Opelika will play at 6, 20, uh, 5.30 Central Time. And then... Russell County, so it's Russell County, Smith, and Opelika. This is a weird bracket here, Coach. But the way I can tell you is Opelika and Smith play at 5.30 on the 21st. So this weekend, 9, 10, 11, 12s get cranked up at Auburn and Valley. Okay? That's Opelika, Auburn, and Valley. So good luck to all of those. Questions, comments, thoughts. Time for the Great American Treasure Hunt, ladies and gentlemen. That is correct. 
the great American treasure. This is treasure right here. The great American treasure. 2019 great American treasure. Huh? There you go. This summer has started off hot. If you're looking underwater, you're looking in the wrong spot. Oh, coach. That's the first clue? That's the first clue. Do it one clue. more time. You didn't even read it. You this said it. You memorized it. started off hot, and it has. Summer started off hot, but if you're looking underwater, you're looking in the wrong spot. So, coach, that's a big clue right there. It is. Don't go looking don't underwater. Don't go snorkeling. That's what it says. Don't he just go swimming. It right out there. Don't, on don't, go, don't get your speedo out and go swimming. <laughs> Do not go swimming, Coach says. So it's not underwater. Great American treasure hunt. Prizes. I don't have any information on prizes, sponsors. I'll get that for you. We'll get that for you right to you. Hey, we got a little basketball camps going on today, Coach. Uh, over at Auburn. Girls basketball camp. Started, uh, let's see. Didn't say what time. You can call uh, Courtney Pritchett over at Auburn City Schools. $50 camper beginning today. So, all right, NBA coach, I believe the uh, – you're not a big fan, but I think Toronto's going to take care of business right there. Well, uh, yeah. I hope they do. Okay. <laughs> Roy McIlroy won the Canadian Open yesterday, final round 61. Rory won. Rory won. I saw where somebody shot a 60, a record. Really? Yeah. Who was that? I don't know. He wasn't in the lead after the 60, but he was up there. Ooh, 61's pretty first. 40. Yeah, it is. Uh, 61's about, what, Lev Munder? Yeah, I wouldn't know. Uh, What was it? Oh, if it was 72, yes, sir. I didn't know what. uh, Rafael Nadal wins the French Open. That's something I was glued to. You, (laughs) You glued to that? Yeah. Roy won $1.3 million, Coach. $1.3 million. Now, the women's tour, the ShopRite LPGA Classic, the winner wins $262,000. That's a little bit of difference in those two. What do you think? A little bit of difference in the money payout. What do you think? A little bit of difference. All right, what about um, – golly, I forgot his name. Got shot. Um Boston, um, Ortiz. Ortiz. Um, big, uh, the Big Hurt. I mean, yeah. not, what do you call him? Not the not Big the Hurt. Big Hurt. Um, That's Frank Thomas. No, I know that. Um, uh, anyway, he was shot in the David Ortiz, uh, shot in uh, the Dominican Republic. Um, he got shot in the Dominican Republic. Mm-hmm. He is, people uh, go down there on vacation, don't they? Is I that? Mean, wait a minute. Is that? Oh, my gosh. This is all right. Let, let's hear this. You know what? Or what the police believe happened here? Well, Greeny, 25 year old Eddie Felice Garcia was arrested in connection with the shooting. Police do not know the motive at this point. Initially, it was believed to be a robbery, but clearly from the surveillance video, that was not the case. And considering the response by people on the ground, you see just how beloved David Ortiz is in the Dominican Republic. He is an absolute god there. And and the number of people throughout baseball and really throughout the country praying for him at this point is is manifold. I mean, he's he's a guy who in both countries uh, is seen as a hero. 
Yeah, could you expand on that a little bit? Because I'm sure our audience here understands the impact that he made in Major League Baseball and the impact that he made in the community in Boston. But can you share a little, for those who don't fully understand, the magnitude of his stardom in the Dominican Republic? Yeah, Greeny, I think we know what a transformative figure David Ortiz is, considering the fact that after the Boston bombing, he was the player who gave the speech at Fenway Park about the city sticking together. In the Dominican Republic, he might be even more of a god. Baseball is absolutely life there, and David Ortiz is the biggest figure to come from Dominican baseball, perhaps ever, right up there with Juan Marichal and Pedro Martinez as well. We've seen a tweet from Pedro about his brother getting better and how he looks forward to it. And that's the sentiment, Greeny, throughout all of baseball, throughout Boston, throughout the Dominican Republic, really throughout the world. This is an athlete who transcends culture, who transcends uh, the game that he plays, and, and who really is beloved by everyone, which is why this has come as such a shock to people who have seen it. David Ortiz. Shot. Okay, I guess. What do you think? Yeah, he's a, he's a good emissary for, for Major League Baseball because he, he, he was a big guy that, that had great success in Boston and, and uh, you know, is uh, just a great uh, – he, he hadn't done – he hadn't been the guy that went out and did all those bad things. He's been a guy that's been a good guy, and he goes over to his home country and gets shot. That's just uh, absolutely – I would think he, a guy like that in his home country ought to have uh, security around him, wouldn't you think? Uh, you know, I don't know. I wouldn't think he he would probably. I don't know, Coach. Uh, robbery was emotive. I mean, well, they said they didn't think it was after looking at the uh, bullet went back and out of his stomach, and he's out of surgery. Right, here's another report, Coach, that said that. But what I, is his? Uh, what's uh, is he critical still? I think he's okay. Let's get this next. I think he's doing. I mean, obviously not. Learn more about exactly what happened. And Marley, what other details do you have that you can tell us? The latest that we have heard is that Eloy Ortiz, who is one of David Ortiz's brothers, just came out um, and spoke to the large contingent of local press that has gathered at the clinic in Santo Domingo, where David has been um, has been in surgery for the past um, couple of hours, and he said that he is out of surgery and that David is okay. This is coming straight from Eloy Ortiz, David Ortiz's brother. As you mentioned before, we had heard from Leo Ortiz, David Ortiz's dad, who in the beginning when he first uh, confirmed this to ESPN, told us he didn't have uh, further information as to where David had been taken. Now we know that it was in this particular clinic called Abel Gonzalez, and he has been treated and is currently out of surgery. So very good news. The outpouring of support has been massive all over social media. We actually saw a tweet recently from Pedro Martinez saying that he was quite rejoiced that David Ortiz was out of danger. So great news coming out of the Dominican Republic. We still don't have uh, more information as to what happened with the assailant and really um, everything that's going on, except that we have this video that ESPN has acquired. Certainly those of us here at ESPN in the Northeast uh, watch Red Sox fan, Boston people wrestling with this news. Uh, explain to us what David Ortiz means to the Dominican Republic. We know that, that what he means to the Dominican Republic is unbelievable, but uh, he was shot in entertainment district, so I don't know. What is his nickname? The Great Rumba? The Great hey, Poppy, Poop? isn't it? Big Poppy? Poppy, yeah, yeah, Big Poppy. Big Poppy. Big Poppy. Yeah. And I, I couldn't get Big that Poppy, out. Big Poppy, that's what it is. Yeah, and um, so I don't know. Big Poppy, P-A-P-I. Yeah. So I kept trying to get that.
Amen. Yeah, then we I couldn't ha- think of it till you said it. But yeah. I said he's uh, he just was, and he struck out more time than he hit. But he did. He but could when hit. He the ball hit. Long, when he long hit. Way. When he hit. Mm. When he hit. When he hit. Well, you just feel for for him and anybody that. That's just unnecessary. We got too many crazies out there, all over the world. Yeah, there's. I don't think it's out there. I think, I think we got more than our share of them here. <laughs> I think we got them pretty much all over. We had a little action yesterday out in uh, San Fran, Coach. We had a little Dodger. Uh, uh, about said forty nine. A little Dodger Giant game. You know, they used to kind of have a little battles. We had a little bit last night. What the hell? Yesterday. They didn't have a bench empty Let's see what we got. Here. He's in this series so far. I had a bum gunner here, 2 and up. Already pacing and staring in. Right, I'm already talking to him right now. Upsetting Will Little. That's a strike right there, Coach. That's a strike. Field. Kevin Pillar can't find it and now does and makes the catch. The bright sunshine Pillar is able right, to umpire track. and the pitcher's having to talk. Wow. Better watch it, huh? He's pointing at him. He pointed at his like back. The way he was talked to. Bruce Bochy now. Distracted. Hold on, coach. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's go back a minute. All right. The umpire, you can hear the umpire in the background. All right. Listen real quick. He didn't like the way he was talked to. Bruce Bochy now distracting. He came after me. And Will Little saying he's coming after me. Muncie gets this ball in a deep right field. Forget about it. Muncie with a punch hit. Now he's dogging the pitch. Now the umpire goes out and stands in between. He turns on this heater 92 and up. And I don't know what Bumgarner got mad at. You hit it that far. You can take a peek at it. I just love emotions in baseball, in sports. I love the fans are reacting in a way that they want to win so bad and What's they want their team. That? That's there, great when the players show the, that too. Man, just because the you Dodger got one hit out of the stadium. Alive. I mean, the guy hit one out of the stadium on him, Coach. I'm sorry. He got a crick in his well, neck. Bumgarner thinks that he wasn't supposed to do that. Well, that was the only run of the game. I can't figure out why he went after the home plate umpire. He only missed one pitch. You're allowed to make a mistake, aren't you, Coach? You know what that styrofoam cup does to me, Coach. <laughs> you know what that styrofoam cup does. That's what they come to see. What? They go to races to see wrecks. Hey. They come to baseball games to see some emotional. And we haven't had any wrecks. We haven't had any pit NWA brawls. And we don't even know about NASCAR, do we? Uh, coach, they're missing it. You got it right. We got it going on here, though. Do we? Yeah. That coffee cup you got in your hand over is giving me the hippie jibbies. Eight twenty seven. The Coach Dan Washburn on a Monday, solving all the problems in sports. High school athletics is a different time of year. Different time of year. When is the dead period? Uh, when you was that? There's a time where you cannot talk to kids. Was that was that during the past? Do what? There, I'm going to age. I kind of in my mind. Oh, a time when you can't, uh, you can't I call have it a, contact with the kids. Right. Is that? It's just during All Star Sports Week. Okay, but is wasn't it right? Have we just gotten through a period with that? Maybe. I don't think so. I think it's in July. Is it July? Would it be in here? It probably so. Yeah. But there are differences 
then when the calendar in there. but there were differences is when you were in yeah in, in involved with that correct we didn't have a dead week that's what i thought but you also didn't have summer activities like they have right that's right we didn't well we did have uh we did have i instituted the fact that they could play interscholastic athletics during the summer and so many days for basketball so many days for baseball so many okay. days for football seven on seven that sort All of right, but then something change with uh, uh with maybe play dates with like the coaches can coach them and play games think yeah, about it now. during the summertime yeah yeah but did, wasn't that a change yeah, well no yeah, they changed it so I, they tweaked it and changed yeah that's it what i mean just a little bit yeah they changed it, the number of days. We had seven days they could do it in each sport. You know, yeah, okay. Now, it, I sport. think you know what's you know what that does. I mean, that hurts a lot of. <coughs> um, all right, let me go to those publications. Um, it hurts year round. It hurts sports. It hurts play, players playing multiple playing multiple sports. Coach, well, you you divided those days. Uh, baseball. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All uh, basketball would come first during the summer, and then football last. Carry you right on into. Yeah, but uh, you. How could you hurt the sport? What it does is keep is, is trying to combat the. Uh, club or AAUs and from taking kids away from the high school arena, letting the coaches have contact with them year-round instead of turning them over to non-qualified coaches no, during a whole season. No, no, no. I was talking about those that play multiple sports. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, they 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 do each one of those in the summer. It's, it's, it's geared. So you got uh, basically 21 days of uh, – Active competition in the summertime, which is not real games, but it's like uh, seven on seven in football and uh, scrimmage games in baseball and basketball. And the officials, uh, a lot of times they're playing for officials at officials camps. And all of this is all compiled together and done in a organized way. All right. Dead week is July yeah. Uh, 14th through 20th. That that's is right. where no one, uh, weight training, conditioning only. Yep, that's right. You can have during that time. No contact with coaches and players. Correct. Okay. Gives uh, families opportunities to go on vacations and uh, plan their vacations around that, and it's called Dead Week. That's the week of the All-Star Sports uh Conference in Montgomery. That is correct. Is that is correct. That is correct. That is correct, Coach. That's where they have all the. Um, probably the banquets on probably July the 20th. I think it is, or the Friday. July uh, the 20th, 21st. Uh, let's see, Coach. I got it right here. It would be. Uh, that wraps it up, correct? Mm hmm. All right. Let's see. That would be on the. All right. That will be. The banquet is Saturday, July. Wait a minute. All right, said so Donna. Um, wait a minute. At the Montgomery Convention, July nineteenth. 
which is yeah, you a, got another event. Oh, that's June, July, 19th. You got that's a Friday. Coach. You got two. You got a luncheon and you got a night event. Okay, let's see. Uh, the banquet is at six p.m. July nineteenth. Yeah, there that's you go. On Friday, isn't it? Yes, sir. All right, and then the uh, officials' awards will be Saturday at noon. At coach. noon. Yeah, that's, right. that's the last part. Of, that's the last thing. That's the last thing. So yeah, so that is the fourteenth through the twentieth. Correct. Correct. And that's when nothing can. That's dead week. There you go. All right. Um, I was looking at through the handbook. When you, what has changed from when, what did you allow them to do that they did not do when I say sports before you got into office? What was the old way? Because no contact whatsoever. Like no, there was, there was no contact. Uh, during the, during the summer, the only thing you could do was uh, weightlifting and, and, and running. It was conditioning and, and uh, weightlifting training uh when you were conditioning kids that's the only thing coaches could they could bring them in for conditioning uh uh, summer and then you were not allowed to contact except when you had the first practice days and you had two days in shorts and then uh or three days in shorts and uh uh, helmets and then you went to the full gear on that thursday which was the last week in august and uh, that was the first contact you had with kids as far as with a ball, and that was the key. Right, now what was that, the first week in August? Oh, it's about the uh, I miss last week in August. Okay, that's what I couldn't, okay. All right. uh, last week in August is when that uh, that happened, and we changed it before I left to allow competition uh the coaches, and this all comes out of coaches' committees. You have football and basketball and baseball track and uh, volleyball and softball and all all the committees meet and decide, give recommendations to the association of what's best for each of their sports and the executive director takes that to his staff and they 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 use that. They don't have to. It's not mandatory, but they use that very. That's a very strong uh, incentive to make those changes. And some changes have been made, and I can't quote you all the changes been made at Coach Salvary's. No, I, you know what I mean. Just some, but basically, that's what yeah. we did before we left to change those things to where the coaches could have contact a certain a number of days for each sport at certain times during the summertime. They could have competition with other schools and uh, with eligible athletes and uh, it was not restricted as regular season games, or uh, you didn't have to have. You had to have uh, officials, but you didn't have to do it exactly uh, like you do it during the regular season. It was a little looser. Like I said, a lot of it was done around official camps where you have. Now, right? when you say officials, you're talking about actual game officials. Well, right. for example, you have uh, referee. You have forty or fifty basketball officials come to a camp at Auburn University, and you yeah. bring yeah. eight or ten team or twelve teams in there to yep. a team camp yep. where they officiate. Those Coach Wadsworth has done that before. Yeah, where well, they is. officiate those games for those teams, and you get you kill two birds with one stone. You have those supervisors of officials, those directors come in and. Uh, film those officials working those games, and uh, I have classroom where the officials go and uh, said I can remember going to Auburn University one day, and it was just so funny. Uh, uh, Don Stanford was there from Decatur along with Richard Maddock from uh, 
from Gaston and Richard Maddox, he was always after Richard trying to catch him doing something, and he took me to a classroom, and there was big Richard sitting up in the back of the room sound asleep. <laughs> and I walked in, and he said, come here, I want you to walk in behind him. I walked in behind him, touched him on the arm, and he looked up at me, and his face turned red and all that sort of, and Don Stafford just, he was f- filming all of that. And he, uh, we had a lot of fun with those things. But uh, I said, Richard, I said, hmm. you're a supervisor of officials. You're not. <laughs> your eyes were not closed, were they? No, no, sir, no, sir. They were not. I was just, I was just thinking, and thinking deeply. deeply. I was thinking deeply. <laughs> Joe Evans used to think a lot. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Joe. Joe would think a lot when I sent him to those things. Oh, yeah. Joe thought a lot in them Super Seven meetings. Now I'd hate for old Joe to have to recap. Joe, one. The, Joe yeah, give us a recap. Uh, yeah, some late night meetings. That Joe was a sight. Coach Evans, listen to me calling him Joe. I have no right to do that. That's Joe. Coach Evans, Evans is a great man. He's a good guy. He sees me now. He comes over and gives me a good. Oh yeah, hug. Joe's all right. Yeah, I like Joe. I do too. It was just so funny he to look was at loyal the, to me in the association. I tell you that he was an association man. Oh, I no question that most of them are up there. They're gonna get out when you're they sitting there. Stay there. They have to. If be. you're facing Coach Savarese, he was to his left. You're right, and you see them, and they're both looking, and you see one just talking, and you see the other just sound asleep. It makes for a pretty neat little picture there when you're sitting back and you look. <laughs> He's catching him some good Z's. On the mark, 836. We would like to remind you, on the mark moves to 9, 10 a.m. July the 1st, 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. On the mark goes to 9, 10 a.m. Richard Legrand comes over to 1520 a.m. Hallelujah, 9, 10, July the 1st. We'll stay here to July the 1st, though. Eight forty-three, forty-three minutes past the hour. Demarking Coach Dan Washburn on a Monday. I'm hoping everybody has a good week. We were going over AHSAA policy. I was looking up. I found out the bona fide move, Coach. I thought this was yeah, interesting. Bona fide move is one of the big questions, and it's uh, when you go to the uh, transfer rule. That's what it's called. The transfer rule. The first thing you read is uh, what is a bona fide move. And a, a student whose parents make a bona fide move completely out of one school zone into another may transfer all of his, her rights and privileges to a member school that serves the area where his or her parent reside, parents reside. <laughs> if the change of school procedure precedes the bon- excuse me if the change of school precedes the bona fide move on the part of the parents the student is ineligible until the parents make a bona fide move that's right what is a bona fide move sometimes it is very difficult to determine what constitutes a bona fide move that coming out of the handbook is tough coach they're telling you it's difficult family and home conditions differ and must be considered the following factors and guidelines are determined, are used to determine a bona fide move. A, the household furniture of the family must be vacated into an unoccupied house or apartment. Explain that, Coach. Uh, bedroom suits, beds, refrigerators with food in it. Freezers with food. Personal computers. Personal computers, pictures on the wall, uh, things like that. You go into a house that, uh, uh, you go into a house and look at uh, (laughs) if if it's livable, 
then a bona fide move has not been made. That's that if a bed and clothes are still there in closets, and uh, that's what you look for. Uh, there have been so many things. I'll give you so many examples of uh, when Joe Evans and Wanda Gilliland and others on the staff went into that. Now they got investigators that do that, I understand. But uh, that's some of the changes have been made for the good. They, they hired investigators and uh, that go into homes and check that check those bona fide moves out. And sometimes a bona fide move is is preceded by where the phone calls have been made to that family by the coach or school officials or some booster and enticing those uh, student athletes to move. And if no, you don't think if they do that, that's go. proven, then that that precedes a bona fide move. Even that if recruitment can be proven, and uh, you know. Uh, you don't think that? Yes, it happens, <laughs> and uh, it, ha- it does happen. And, and no, and uh, some of those things have been, uh, you know, coaches lose positions because of those things. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. Coach- All right, that was a coach. All right, B. <coughs> All principal members, and that's in caps, like bold print. Yeah. All principal members of the family must reside in the new place of the residence. Explain. All right, uh, if. Uh, if a family moves from one location, let's say they move from Ellick City to Prattville, uh, uh, and uh, the family leaves, uh, one parent stays in Ellick City, yes, the other that's parent what I want moves to, to Prattville with a, a, a boy that plays football. He moves to Prattville so he can play football for Prattville. Say Ellick City may not upcoming. Well, let's just say they're doing it like legit. Let's just say it's all legit, and, and let's just say this goes on. He moves, father moves, kid goes with him, mama's still in the house. Yeah, he's not eligible. Okay, that's what I'm Not eligible. Mama got to go too, right? All principal members of the family move. Now, they could leave a – uh, let's say a daughter stays in one school and continue. They say, well, she's a junior. I want her to finish school here. We're going to move the whole family, which is a family of two boys and another girl. We're going to move to from Ellick City to Prattville. And we move and vacate that house, and we leave that girl with a relative to finish school. Uh, all principal members of that family have not moved. And, again, that's real sticky. That becomes something. Right, well, this isn't right here, be. Coach. The uh-huh. the original residence should be closed, rented, or disposed of and not used that's right. by that, the family. So that's that black and white right there. Be, but what if the girl stays in, with well, a relative there? It says it's not. House? Can't do it. Right here. It says you can't do it. All members. All, all members. All principal, principal members, members of the family must She's a principal leave. member. That's right. All right. C, the original residence should be, right, I mean, D, nine months at the new residence required to make a bo- wait a minute now nine months that's right we changed that from six months to nine months will be required to make words, a bona fide. If that family moves we had a family we had a situation one time where a family moved from heflin to north jackson high school in stevenson alabama moved all the way up there and they stayed there about a month and then they moved to lineville well that child became ineligible immediately when they moved from uh, Stevenson and North Jackson to Lineville, they became ineligible. That uh, we proved that they had moved. We have found it. We sent investigators and found out that uh, the family had moved at a certain date. We put that date down. We ruled that all games where he played at North Jackson had to be forfeited that he played in because he was ineligible the day they moved. Uh, so you have to wait, wait a minute now. You can't play immediately. 
Yeah, you play immediately, but when the family moves away, if they, if that oh. family moved from Ellic City to Prattville, uh, I use that bad. example, and then stayed there a month and moved the My day bad. they moved away, preceding the nine month. I got you now. Uh, minimum period they had to stay. He was still uh, out. He couldn't he, play for he's nine He's ineligible months. the day they leave. He was in. He was eligible the day they moved, and and if he met all other eligibility requirements, if he was eligible academically and age wise and everything, the if first he met, move he was eligible. Uh, first move he made. The family move vacated that house in Ellic City. Moved to. Prattville, he's eligible, well, you but they've got to stay there nine months. What was the situation that you said in were you? Heflin to North Jackson High right. School. He was, he we ruled him ineligible, and he went to court, and we wanted in court. because they had, yeah, we, split residence because they they moved to North Jackson, but then they didn't stay there but got a it. month. Got it. They That's moved the away. Case. I got it. That made him ineligible. Got it. Got it. Okay. You can't just move and have a residence there for a short period of time and then move back or move away somewhere right. else. That's under this, Coach, what you just explained right yeah. there. If a family moves into new school zone remains less than nine months, the move will be considered will not be considered bona fide in the family's child who is enrolled in the new school zone becomes ineligible there and the day the family leaves the new school That's zone. That's right. Very good point, Coach. Uh, I'll say this. If you take time and just go through it, I don't think it's that – it's all laid out for you right there, and uh, yeah, you know, I, we've had uh, we've had folks to manipulate the rule by going uh, actually where parents have divorced or had got well, legal, got legal separation in order to make a child eligible. They would the daddy would move with the boy and get a legal separation or divorce. Uh, a lawyer did that one time, and. Uh, made the child eligible in the other school, but uh, they had to go through the process. All right, time of course. out. Time out. If in joint custody, the student, all right, and a trans, all right, let's say there's joint custody and a transfer is involved, the student must attend the new school for a year right. before he's eligible? Yeah, joint custody. Uh, if sole custody is assigned to the father or the mother, Got they it. move. That's wow. Okay. But Are all these custody, rules being followed? You, you, can't, you can't have no, no, no. custody. No, no, no. I get it. I school. get it. Are there all these rules being followed? Yeah, they, uh, they uh, <laughs> supposedly they are. I don't know if you got enough money to hire investigators. Light, Light and power, baby. Show me some. Fifty-seven. It's been a good two hours, Coach. It always is when you're in the house. Three hours is going to be a long time here. Come, come yeah. down to July. We'll talking another hour. We'll I may you. have to. I may have to kind of pull back on some. Uh, you just stay two hours. We're good for two three hours. Three hours. I'll be out three hours one day a week. Okay, there you go. We'll get to talk to your old, your old friends up there in the valley. Yeah. Valley, the net area, Coach. They'll be yeah. listening to you. They'll be proud. They'll be a little shocked when they turn over and don't hear Johnny right off the bat, but. Good job on the clue. Don't go underwater, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Don't look underwater? Oh, yeah. Okay. Summer's, uh, summer started off hot. If you're looking underwater, you're looking at the wrong spot. Coach has got it nailed. Yeah. You got it nailed. All right, so we got uh, Bravo's win. They win three. They take care of uh, Miami, and, and Auburn's got to win. Got about to- a 10-game homestand coming That's up. That's good stuff. Auburn's got to win today at high noon, Coach. Yeah, I got to watch that game at noon today. High noon. Auburn and North Carolina. Yeah. Um, Auburn going to win, Coach. I have a feeling. Oh, uh, it was. I got the feeling. They got to hit the ball. 
better than it did yesterday. That's okay. They did game one. I hope it won't be a, won't be a two game slump. We didn't think Auburn was going to sweep them, did you, Coach? Well, I was kind of hoping they would. I thought, uh, here's what I thought. I said, if Auburn's got a chance, they better win that second game because North Carolina's going to be, oh, okay. uh, they have seen them way. twice and okay. going to be tougher today. But you know what? They got a lot of pressure on them because they're at home. And yeah, to me, they got to win. We'll see what happens. I appreciate you being here, my friend. Yeah, enjoy. And you have a uh, um, have a great afternoon. All right, on the mark tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen. On the mark with D. Mark Mitchell and Jeff Sasser has been brought to you by the Orthopedic Clinic, Bubba's Medicine Shop, Jeff Code Tran Funeral and Crematory, Opelika Power Services, Opelika Sportsplex and Aquatic Center, Western Sizzlin, the Clinic on Six, Rehab Works. John Rice Realty, Auburn Bank, Gentry Ware Motor Company, Reynolds Outdoors, Hamilton's on Magnolia, Cannon Carpet One, Encore Rehabilitation, Smith T Hardware and Building Supply, Max Credit Union, and Point Broadband. On the Mark is an iHeartMedia Auburn production and is available live now on iHeartRadio at iHeartRadio.com or on the iHeartRadio app. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.